0: I heard the story of a couple in Sydney, Australia. The husband was 86 years old and the wife 83 years old. They approached a lawyer and was asking for for a divorce. So the lawyer asked them, why? How long have you been married? 40 years. And so the lawyer was a bit surprised. And um, he told the couple to think about it some more, and he talked to them about charity, perseverance, and fidelity, things which he had just heard about in a retreat he had recently attended. He told them, you know, that love is patient, love is kind, love means beginning again. Love means loving the defects of your spouse. It's letting water pass under the bridge. And it is not making a mountain out of a mole, mole hill. So after he had let them go and advised them to think things over again, he didn't see them anymore. Again, He didn't see them anymore. But after three years, the, the wife showed up. And told him, "Um, My husband just passed away, and I want to thank you for the best three years of our life. So, what's the moral of the story? The moral is always to be open and willing to begin again in love. We know that marriage begins in love and that God is love. So, in our journey through life, we try to learn a little bit more about the mystery of love. I had mentioned before that um, before I would find the words love makes the world go round um, a little badoy, cheesy. But now as I have grown in years, I realize that really love makes the world go round and everything really revolves around love. So as we go through life, we learn a a little bit more about the mystery of love. Or maybe God tries to teach us a little bit more about the mystery of love. So, perseverance and fidelity in marriage is very much based on love and keeping it alive and taking care of it. I... Talk to a friend who is involved in um, in marriage counseling and uh, I think she's with CEFAM, and she said that from their experience and their studies she said that most cases of infidelity arise from low esteem or the esteem level of the of the person who, who engages in infidelity, they want to, they seek attention from other people or maybe another woman in order to fill up that um, low esteem level. So they become happier or they feel affirmed if a woman pays attention attention to them, maybe it's something that they do not receive anymore from their spouse, or they need more of it. So she was saying that we have to try to keep our love tank always stopped off. We have to check how the attention that we give to our spouse. How we talk. We have to be careful not to let sarcasm creep into our conversation or in the manner that we talk. Uh, We try not to give in to our moods. We are men. We are not animals to be ruled by our hormones. And uh, we have to be careful not to let the attention we give to our children be the cause of the inattention we give to our spouse. Um, I have heard it always said that our first child and our eldest child is always our spouse and not to take them for granted because it can cause problems. So we need to be convinced that the marriage sacrament gave us the grace to leave our vocation to marriage to the end. So it is a sacrament because it is a channel of grace. And it is a sacrament blessed by God himself. So we have to to keep that faith that because we we received the sacrament of marriage, God has given us the necessary grace in order to be faithful to this vocation of marriage that he has called us to and what is to be faithful to our vocation of marriage, it is to be faithful that the commit to the commitment we have made and which we have authored so what does the church. Uh, the church formula is to have and to hold to in richer or poorer in health in sickness or in health till death do us part so to be able to live to that commitment, which we ourselves have, have uttered. Well, this is aside from the other commitments many new couples now make when they write their own marriage vows. So we have to, be pers- to, we have to persevere in doing good, never giving in to slacken in doing good, In working on our marriage, we have to work to keep our love young and fresh like when it was before we got married. It's also good to remember that love is in the details as perfection is in the details. When we remember the little things, we sweep our spouse off their feet. Example of this attention to little things is when we accompany them when they eat their dinner, even if they go home um, a little late, we try to accompany them, even if we have already eaten with the children, we heat the food for them and sit with them as they finish their dinner. When we try to freshen up, when we know that they're about to arrive to brush our hair and then put on a little lipstick maybe, And then to check what we're wearing, if we can put in the mortification of not changing into our night clothes until the husband arrives, maybe there's an attention to the detail. Otherwise, (laughs) they will always see us in our nightwear, in our pajamas or our duster, if we change right away when we get to the house. Uh, And they come home, maybe an hour or two later. Maybe also when we put aside what we like and agree to their suggestion, not being a contrabida. I read somewhere that Julio Iglesias wrote a song in the 70s on the lament of a man whose love has left him. And... The title of the song is in Spanish, but in English, it's something to this effect. I forgot to take care of the small details. That was the title of the song. Most probably, he felt that his love has left because he has not paid attention to the details. Often, and experience has taught us that small details they may be small, can cost us a bit or even cost us a lot. And most probably, it will cost us a big piece of our pride. So God has programmed the vocation to marriage for us. And in setting that out for us, he has wanted us to forget ourselves, Renounce ourselves, take up the cross, and follow Him in marriage and family life. I know of the story of a husband. He realizes what the way to heaven costs. No, it is to put up with the moodiness of his wife and uh, to carry the cross that his wife is, just as he is across to his wife so we all earn our way to heaven in marriage in the way we deal with with our spouse and with our children so this vocation that we have to marriage was given by God and he from eternity wanted us to reach heaven through marriage through the specific spouse that we have Right now, where where we are, our family is right now, and through the profession that we have right now, or the profession of our spouse, under the specific financial circumstances that we have, or the specific children that we have, or the health condition that we are under. So all of this, God knew from all eternity, is what we will have in marriage. And it is under these specific circumstances that God wants us to work our way to him. So God chose us before the foundation of the world. And every aspect of our life has been known to God from all eternity. So this is where each of us and our spouse live a great and holy way to merit heaven. We try to live all the virtues in a concrete way in our family and in our family life. And in this way, we give example to our children of what a good and just man is. So these ideas that we hear right now, the fidelity, perseverance, charity is kind, these are all nuggets of gold. But these nuggets of gold are not found on the ground. They are found deep underneath so we have to dig for these nuggets of gold with our patience constancy effort and our willingness to begin and begin again our hope and our perseverance so perseverance makes many things possible a commitment to love Gives power to go on, even if we feel no more energy, no more willpower, and no more desire to continue. We have to learn to live in the present and leave the past to God's mercy and leave the future to God's providence. So we live in the present. Okay, we learn to forgive and forget whatever is in the past and not to worry about. But the future may bring in all of these, we need to put in a struggle and there is merit in this struggle. Love is a decision that we make, that decision to love someone. And because of that love to commit ourselves in marriage to that specific person. So it is like um, committing ourselves to bringing our spouse to heaven through through marriage. And when we have that commitment, winds may blow, but the house founded on rock will not fall. Our house, our marriage house, is not only founded on doctrine. On the doctrine of the church but it is a house also founded on our family life on the apostolate that we exercise with our friends and family and on our lady. All these things work together so that we have a strong foundation upon which our house will sit on. Our house will will not fall because there is a struggle and a sacrifice and we live in the present of daily life. We should be very careful with regard to the virtue of perseverance or fidelity in marriage. We should endeavor not to place it in danger because it could lead to a serious sin of infidelity to God. So this is a wonderful commitment of love which God wants us to live out. You know, we prepare for marriage not only during the required pre-Cana weekend or maybe some groups I think offer five weekends, five weekend seminars, no, as a pre-Cana preparation. We don't prepare for marriage only during these times. Actually, we are preparing ourselves for for marriage, um, even in primary school and with what we see in the lives of our parents and how we build family life at home. So all of these things work together to prepare us for marriage because preparation for marriage is nothing but Leaving out the virtues. So marriage life. Is not romance all the time. We know. Because we have most probably. Experienced it. That in marriage. There is dryness. Tiredness. At times. There is no affection. But um, we have to continue. To work at it. We go back. In order to begin again. And we pray that we have the desire to desire to begin again. Fidelity should not be dependent on our moods, on our hormone, or our family situation. Fidelity is something dynamic and not static. It finds expression in our everyday life. Um, Teresa St. Teresa of Calcutta, or Mother Teresa, as we know her more, uttered these words. When she was asked by a journalist um, in, in India, do you think that the work that you do here will make a dent in the suffering of the people or in the poverty of the people? Will it matter? And she said, God has not called me to be successful. He called me to be faithful. So it is something that we can keep in mind. No, God has called us to be faithful. That is all that he asks of us to be faithful. Who don't just ask good questions. It's not enough to ask good questions, he said. This Executives are good because they do the right thing. And they do the right thing because they ask the right questions. So in marriage, the right question is, how can I serve better? What can I contribute in this family gathering? Or what can I contribute to my my spouse's problem? What can I contribute to the cheerfulness of my family life? So that is the right question to ask. How can I serve better? We also have to struggle to keep our love with our spouse in first place. In, as we journey in our life, there are many things that can get in the way of that love. Our profession, our business interest, our children, our our parents, or the K-dramas that uh, we watch, or our barcada. So these are things that can get in the way of love. And our first place, without us being aware, moves to maybe sixth place. So let us always be conscious and ask our Lord to help us keep um, our love for our spouse in the first place. And what is the order of charity that we have to observe? So God first and then the others. And in the others, what is the order of charity? It should be our spouse first. Children. Come second. It's that children first, and then spouse next. No, it's spouse first before anything else. Of course, tayo ay tao lama. So we experience our weaknesses and our human limitations, and that is why when uh, there are decisions to be made. We should never make long-term decisions or decisions that have a very serious repercussion in a low moment in our life. We push off making those decisions when we are in a low moment in our life because that decision will be affected by, by how we are. And also, um, we might experience temporary blindness. And we have to push off making decisions that are very critical because this temporary blindness, because it's temporary, may, may pass in a week or two or maybe in a month or may, maybe in six months. So it's something that passes. These two will pass away. So we don't make any life-altering decisions. We have to continue on placing our hand in the flow and keep on moving forward. No? We don't look back and see what we might have missed. In the Gospels, it says the very same thing. No? We don't look back. We keep on moving forward. Once we have placed our hands on the plow. So when we enter into marriage, we have placed our hands on the plow. We have committed ourselves, this specific person, to have him and to hold him, in richer or poorer, in sickness or in health, till death do us part. So we have given our word and we have given ourselves despite our personal failing. So there is this certain error that may be, well, that is more prevalent, no? More, we hear about it more. They are ideals or goals that we should aim for. But uh, it's not something that is attainable. There is no hope of attaining them, of keeping together in richer or poorer, in sickness or in health, till death do us part. The example of our parents and our grandparents teach us, tell us otherwise. The example of the church who is already 2,000 plus years old and who has gone through a lot of difficulties as well, but is still constantly with us, no? show us that keeping a commitment is possible. Not even serious difficulties justify us, our giving in, especially with regard to the vocation to marriage. As we end, uh, we look on the example of the marriage of Our Lady and Saint Joseph. For sure, you will agree that their marriage was founded on rock, because they faced all. Uncertainty, risk, and danger throughout their married life, even maybe even before they got married. But they listened to God and everything fell into place. So they ended their lives faithful to that marriage to vocation which God entrusted to them. So... We end our talk on this this note and we ask Our Lady Virgin Most Faithful to help us all to live fidelity in marriage.